breaking rules when necessary. Like I almost did right there and missed my missed my cue there. Look, uh, we've got Aaron Banks, Ward 6 Councilman, on the phone here. Uh, Chris, stay on hold. I'll get to you right after Aaron. Hey, uh, Councilman Banks. Hey, man. How you doing, Clay? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself, man? Thank you for getting up and calling in this morning. Really do appreciate you. Uh, no problem. Look, we're doing good. Just uh, hoping to make the best out of a situation that we have here. Yeah, look, I, I tell you, I, I opened up the show and I told people I was going to have you on. And I said one of the well, why I really reached out to you was I saw your Facebook post New Year's Eve. And you did what a lot of politicians refuse to do. I felt like you told the truth on something by simply saying, I don't know. And I, and, and I respect the hell out of that. And that's why I wanted to have you on this morning. Because most people just try to tell folks what they want to hear, what they think they want to hear, the path of least resistance. And you just came straight out and you said, man, I don't, you know, people ask me what's going on with the water. I have to tell them I don't know. And uh, I, I appreciate that. I just wanted to tell you that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So, look, you had a town hall last night, didn't you? Yes, sir, I did. So t- tell us about that, man. How did that go? Look, it, it went well. One, it was well attended. Uh, Ted Hennepin, uh he he came through and he was honest and transparent. He said that he's still learning, you know, a lot about our system. One of the things that I think um, resonated with people to where they really understood the situation, he said, listen, you know, over the past decade or so, when there were the installation of valves, there was no schematic drawn to where people could say, where was this valve located? So they had to locate valves and where they are. And this situation is worse than what I thought. Uh, even hearing him open up some of the things that, you know, that they're having to search for and find when it comes to our water system. Uh, I, I bet it is a maze of of chaos under there, just trying to figure out where everything is and what's what, and finally get, trying to get, wrap your arms around this thing and realizing just how bad it is. Yeah. You know, one of the things that he said, Clay, that I find significant, he talked about, based on our population of around 200,000, that the average consumption is somewhere around 20 uh, million gallons uh, per day usage. And he said Jackson is doing somewhere between 45 million to 50 million to 50 million, which means there's a leak somewhere that we don't know nothing about because that type of water output is for about a population of around, you know, uh, uh, up to 500 to 800,000 people. So we would use around 20 million, but we're showing 50 million a day? Yes, 45 to 50 million is... We should be using based on our population. Gotcha. But what we're showing is an outlet of around forty-five to fifty million, and that's more than no other city is doing that. And uh, you know, and so that was eye-opening. And he said, "What that means is, you got about fifteen to twenty million gallons worth of water that's just leaking out there that we cannot find." So, how do they find it? Well, you know, one of the things that he talked about was the uh, Army Corps engineers and some of the technology, the drones, the infrared sensors, and all of the stuff that they're using uh, that's coming in. And, you know, you got to appreciate the Army Corps engineers. They're great guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use some of the best technology to come in. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm confident that Ted is going to come in and do all that he can uh, to help get the situation uh, where it needs to be. You know, I just... 
you know, one of the things that I just pressed on is just to make sure that constituents are communicated with and know what's going on. Because at the end of the day, uh, when we know we can prepare, you know, I, you know, I, I had company and plans and I had to spend my whole holiday back and forth to my mom and dad's house, you know, and it, it, it was just, it was just hard. And I, and I can imagine the families that, you know, I got a family of three kids, Clay, you know, and, and two grandchildren, but I could just imagine the families that are, you know, that are bigger than that, they have bigger plans. And, and so, you know, the confirmation uh, or the information, whether it's coming from the administration uh, or a third party, it would be greatly appreciated so that we can plan better this time around. Yeah, you know, I, I told you when I reached out to you uh, yesterday or whatnot, you know, my parents live over there in your ward out there in the Brooklyn Hills area off Forest Hill Road. And we did Christmas morning over there with no water. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. We, we're all healthy. We'll survive just fine. You know, my my parents are in their 70s now having to go out to their pool. And thankfully, they have a pool with a five-gallon bucket. Get a bucket of water. Bring it back in. Flush the toilets. I had another friend of mine whose grandparents live over in that same area. They got a pond. They're 90 years old walking out to their pond every day to get a bucket so they can flush their toilets. And uh, these are the stories that I like to mention to people because I don't think people – that maybe live outside and aren't dealing with this every day really understand the the human cost to all this and uh it's sad because today's the ninth day for my folks with no water over there and like you said in your post when it's when this happens it's your district that seems to get hit the worst every time yes sir yes sir you know and you know you know and it's been real hard um i I'm concerned because school's about to start Thursday, and I know Forest Hill High School and a lot of the schools out here with the scholars, and, and there are lots of stories. You know, there there are lots of things that have happened that go under the radar, and you know, the heroes to me are, you know, the people out here in South Jackson, and and that have put up with this and dealt with this. And, and, you know, one of the things that, that kind of got to me is to hear other politicians and other people say they should stop complaining so much. How can you tell or how in the heaven can you tell somebody to stop complaining when, especially when you got a mother or a grandmother that's over 80 years old in, in their 70s having to bend down and get up and put water into a toilet carrying a five-gallon bucket? That is something to complain about. And so, you know, I... I I hope everybody will understand, and I hope that, uh, you know, we were able to lend the ear to the situation. I hope that communication gets better so that we can know what we're really dealing with uh, so that we can bring a fix and never have to go through this again. Look, I'm going to tell you what, communication's key, and you've been very transparent, and uh, you've been, we, me and you have been on the same side of quite a few things this past year, and uh, I've become an Aaron Bank supporter. I don't live in your district anymore, but um, you've stood up against – I ain't no fan of our mayor. I ain't. I don't make no bones about it. You stood up and going, going toe to toe with him on quite a few things, and you called him out when you needed to, and I appreciate that. Um, Aaron, you got anything you want to close out with this morning, brother? Hey, man. Look, everybody have a good New Year. Pray for us. We got a council meet this morning so that we can have a good meeting. All right. Are there any uh, any water uh, distribution points over there in South Jackson you know about today? Uh, the only one that I know about that should be happening is on Cooper Road. Matter of fact, uh, there was some young gentlemen that came to me last night at the town hall said that they were organizing to come to Forest Hill High School with non-potable water uh, and hand sanitizer and some of the other essentials. 
and we're looking at doing that around two o'clock. And I'll text you as soon as I confirm a time, but it's supposed to be a Foster High School day. Oh, cool. I'll put those details on the Save Jackson page. Councilman Banks, appreciate you, brother. Keep it up. If I can ever do anything for you, you know my number. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.